Team Time. Sports around the world. What is up, everybody? I hope you've had a fantastic week so far. I am Ben Cullen, and this is your Sports Around the World update. Last week, I reported on Andy Murray and Serena Williams being frustrated at their exits from the Southern and Western Open. But it appears both athletes managed to find their winning ways in the opening stages of the US Open, but in very different ways. Andy Murray staged a stunning comeback in the first round of his long-awaited return to Grand Slam singles. The 33-year-old came back from two sets and a breakdown against to win. He started flat but managed to find his fight and even managed to save a match point to set up an epic win. Serena Williams, on the other hand, spent much less time on court and finished with a dominant 7-5, 6-3 win over fellow American Christy Arn. Lewis Hamilton owned the Belgian Grand Prix to take his fifth victory in seven races this year and the 89th of his career. Unsurprisingly, Hamilton and teammate Valtteri Bottas glided to a Mercedes 1-2, preventing Red Bull's Max Verstappen from anything but better than third once again. The Brit is two victories away from Michael Schumacher's all-time record and set to equal his seven titles. But it wasn't a weekend of celebrating for Hamilton, as he spoke about how deeply saddened he was at the passing of Chadwick Boseman. He posed in the Wakanda Forever salute on the podium and dedicated his win to Chad and his family. Last week, a host of US sports were postponed in protest of Jacob Blake. The NHL, WNBA, NFL, MLS and MLB all followed the NBA and took time away from competing and practicing. The Milwaukee Bucks were the team that started the movement and following three days away from NBA action, they resumed their playoff journey and made it through to the second round. The Bucks secured a 4-1 series win in the Eastern Conference by beating the Orlando Magic 118-104 in Game 5. The LA Lakers also made it through to the second round after beating the Blazers to win their series 4-1. King James scored 36 points against Portland for his 25th career playoff triple-double. There has not been any Rugby Sevens action since March when New Zealand won the Vancouver Sevens. And it doesn't look like we're going to see it anytime soon either. The Hamilton and Sydney legs of the World Sevens series in January have been cancelled because of the pandemic. The combined Dubai and Cape Town event had already been scrapped and World Rugby now plan for a return to action in Hong Kong and Singapore in April. Please, 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 can the Hong Kong Sevens go ahead next year? We now welcome back Ramona Pasquale via Zoom. Ramona is a Muay Thai specialist and UFC Academy athlete based out of the UFC Performance Institute in Shanghai. Now, many of our listeners are teenagers. Can you give us a quick rundown of, of perhaps what your teenage years looked like? You did touch on it, but if you could go a little deeper on that. Yeah, so I would not be what you would say like a prime example of a high school student, primary school student, you know. I wasn't super well-rounded. I had my sports, but I wasn't even that good at sports, to be honest. I would say I was always just in the middle of like, if you looked at the talent pool in my in my grade. And so if you feel like you're not quite there yet, do not worry because um, there's so much development that happens, uh, not just in your academic life while you're in school, but also past that. Um, and I feel like a lot of my growth didn't even happen until I hit 27 years old. 27 years old, that was way late. And so I'm competing now with, you know, people who are in the sport were like 22, 23, 24. 
Um, but I needed that those extra years of development. And um, I think don't, one of the things is, you know, don't seek, don't, don't do something because you think, okay, I'm only going to do this if I'm going to be perfect at it. Because perfection doesn't exist, right? So don't seek perfection, seek progress. And um, over being the best at something, you know, a sport or a subject or an extracurricular something, um, go for being consistent and accept that not everything will go your way, you know, and, and look at this whole thing as like long term. Because when you were younger, it's so easy to just look at certain events like this exam, um, this program, like this sporting uh, season, you know, this specific sporting game or this one event to make or break us. But it really does not. You have to look at the long game and just look at this one thing. It might matter more to you than anything else because you put everything that you have into it, but also recognize like you have the rest of your academic career or the rest of your, you know, longer professional career um, to win and be successful. And so don't stress out if you lose because, you know, you learn a lot from it. You get a lot of data from it and losses ultimately will teach you what you shouldn't do for future success so try new things as well if it scares you do it you know it just things that take you out of your comfort zone is is a good thing even if you suck at it (laughs) and if you suck at it that's almost like a good thing because first of all it humbles you but also it um it kind of shows you you know everyone has to start somewhere because with me i didn't pick fighting because i knew that i was good at it i had no idea and it wasn't until two, three years after I picked it that I realized actually this is where I'm meant to be. And it was two to three years of a lot of heartbreak and a lot of pain. It was losing, getting injured. It's going through that suffering and that pain and being like, I actually still love this and I actually still want to keep going. That's what tells you that this was meant for you. So you're not going to know at the beginning, but you got to just go give it a shot. I think the last thing would be don't compare yourself to others because that's just kind of setting you up because if you're focused on other people, you're not focused on yourself and everyone has a different path, you know, like I'm 32 now and I'm one of the oldest people in my program. So I'm 32, like everyone else is like 10 years younger. So it's so easy for me to compare myself to like, oh, they recover more quickly or, you know, they're going to have a longer career than I have at this point or, you know, they've got this and that, but I've also got things over them, you know, life experience, um, my mindset and the, you know, the amount of time that I've had to develop myself. And so outside of fighting, own your own path, do things at your own time. Don't compare yourself to others and um, just just keep at it. Wonderful advice. And I would agree with almost all of that because um, I fall into a similar category, I would say also. So thank you for that. Now, um, for many of the listeners and myself included, I have no interest in getting inside the octagon but I do um, enjoy the martial arts training that I've done so far. But can you perhaps um, try and persuade someone or give them the benefits as to why they should look at a martial art, whether it be jujitsu or Muay Thai or boxing, what would you say would be the the top one or two benefits to doing that? Oh, um, okay. I think number one, empowerment, because, you know, as it pertains to self-defense as well, like the more you train a martial art, 
it gives you that confidence to know that if you were ever put in a very difficult position or a dangerous position, um, not saying that you're gonna go out seeking these situations, but if you had to be in a situation where you had to defend yourself, um, you would be in a position to do so. You know, you would have the skills or the knowledge to do so. Um, but also just, you know, I grew up, um, I always struggle with self-confidence, like I, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, due to a lot of different factors, but learning martial arts has allowed me to come out of my shell and just be more confident with myself, you know? And it's through that growth and through the progress of learning new techniques of, you know, martial arts is not easy. And so the fact that you can show up every day and I'll look at it just in that one thing, you know, driving to the gym back when I was in college, just getting all this anxiety. I get there, you know, thinking this is gonna be so hard. Maybe I should just go home. Like maybe I should just skip this workout. But without fail, after I do the workout, I just feel so good, you know? And I just go, that, that was my accomplishment of the day. So those little steps, you know, built up to even bigger gains. And so it's just very empowering. Like there, you cannot go wrong learning a martial arts. That is a good reason. Wonderful. And then finally, in one short sentence, what do you love most about your sport? It makes me face my weaknesses honestly. So I cannot run away from them like I normally would. Because if you go in there, you know, you have too much to lose and your health and your life is at stake. So that's what I love about it. It makes me have to confront myself. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Ramona, that is it for today. Thank you for joining us. I am sure the listeners will love your experiences and your insight. So thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you in the Octagon very soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm Ben Cullen, and that's it from me, folks. The gym's opening today was a great step towards sport returning to Hong Kong. Let's hope facilities start to open over the next few weeks. I'll see you next Friday.